Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Victor and Parker Rabanne Black XS 100ml for only $89.99 at Chemist Warehouse. You're listening to Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Yeah, and it's 16 and a half away from 8 o'clock. As we just mentioned, very interesting times with Chelsea Football Club, a prevalent club in the English Premier League uh, under Russian ownership. Where the story's at, Kempi, I'm not too sure. Yeah, it's always a good time to catch up on it uh, with our football man, Harry Simeo, the day after an Arsenal win, so he'll be fired up loving the Premier League. Um, yep, there's stories galore with a huge cloud of doubt hanging over Chelsea's future as well as plenty of teams facing uncertainty about what is to come on the field. Harry is ripping football journalist, a ripping football journalist and broadcaster and he's with us on the line now. Hey, has let's start with the big story, mate, about Chelsea. Give us the 101 down in New Zealand from who the owner is and all the sanctions uh, that are on the club and how that affects their staff, mate. Well, first of all, hi, guys. Hope you're all well. Um, yeah, it's it's a big, big story, and it's been kind of uh, rumbling on for a few days now. It's, it's a really fluid situation. I think it's important to note that this is not something that we've really seen before in the Premier League. So a lot of us are still learning as to what the implications are exactly of the sanctions imposed on not Chelsea Football Club, but the club's owner, Roman Abramovich. Um, the club are currently operating under a special license that's been granted to them by the British government. But there are so many restrictions on that license. Now, I'm not going to run you through every single one because we'll be here all day, but things like uh, they're unable to sell tickets uh, moving forward. They were unable to even sell match day programs at the game that they hosted at the weekend. Uh, their travel budget has been restricted. They're not allowed to make transfers. They're not allowed to uh, extend players' contracts. So the, the club is really on its knees at the moment. And I guess from a Chelsea fan perspective, what they're hoping for mm. is that Roman Abramovich and the government can come to some sort of agreement whereby they allow him to sell the club. Because obviously the sanctions, as I mentioned, are not on Chelsea. They're on Roman Abramovich. So the minute Roman Abramovich is no longer the owner, you'd assume that the government will then review everything and lift those restrictions, which are going to make it very, very difficult for Chelsea to operate. But it's it's a, a big story. It's a weird situation, one that we're not used to, but it's one that's changing all the time with a number of potential buyers being linked at the moment. 
Hey, Haz, it's uh, Izzy here, mate. Great to have you on the show. Uh, hope you have had a good summer or good Christmas and New Year period with, with your family. Hey, um, what, what are the people and the fans and, and, and the public, are they sympathetic at all for the club? And, and how, what's their reactions to what's unfolding in front of them? It's been, it's been a weird one, Izzy, because, you know, a lot of people are obviously outraged by the scenes that are, you know, have happening in the Ukraine at the mm. moment. And Roman Abramovich's links to Vladimir Putin are obvious. They've been obvious for many, many years. I think, as a, a purely speaking as a football fan, it's impossible not to be mm. sympathetic towards the Chelsea supporters. You know, if, if it was my club, if someone was kind of threatening my club's existence, I would be, um, you know, really worried and really upset. But at the same time, the Chelsea fans or a section of the Chelsea fans, if I'm being fair, have really let themselves down by turning up to matches and chanting Roman Abramovich's name during um, the kind of period of of appreciation for Ukraine. So I think they've that has damaged the the public opinion of Chelsea fans, which is a little bit unfair. You don't want to paint them all with the same brush, but that has probably led to perhaps there being less sympathy uh, among the football world than there might have been had that not occurred on a couple of occasions now. Hey, has there's, um, there's some news down in this way this morning around American firm reckon they'll have it sold by the end of the week. Have you, what's the go um, in that space? Are you aware of uh, anyone putting their hand up and saying they'll take over Chelsea? Well, there's been a few people linked. Um, there's been some uh, American businessmen linked. There's been some British businessmen linked. We were hearing today that a, a Saudi consortium have been linked as well, um, which is, I think is, it could Ooh. potentially be problematic just in that we've seen what happened with Newcastle, how that sale mm. was a problem and, and had to be forced through. And I guess the government would be kind of being a little bit hypocritical if they were to, to allow that to go through because of potential issues that that could bring for them down the line. So it's still a little bit unclear. Chelsea are keeping it really quiet with regards to who's actually the front runner at the moment. But um, as I say, a number of parties linked at the moment. I'd be lying if I, if I could say uh, it's going to be X, Y or Z. It's, it's really unclear at the moment. Mm, be interesting to see what unfolds in this news with uh, Chelsea and the potential sale. Uh, we'll talk about the rest of the EPL, mate. Man City, could they get tipped up this morning by Crystal Palace? Is there a chance or no hope? Uh, there's a chance. Uh, you've got to remember, Crystal Palace went to Manchester City and beat them earlier in the season. But Crystal mm. Palace have been a lot stronger on the road this season than they have been at home, um, which is it doesn't really make sense when you consider that Selhurst Park is a really small and compact but atmospheric ground where, uh, you know, in the past they've they've had they've created kind of some shock moments. But I think Manchester City probably beat Manchester. Uh, sorry, probably beat uh, Crystal Palace this evening. Um, but of course, then Liverpool, they travel to Arsenal on Wednesday night, which is another big game in the title yes. race. So the next few days are going to be really important. Been a good few few weeks for your for your Arsenal, mate. Are you, are you happy? You happy with where they're at? I'm buzzing. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. I'm enjoying going to the football again. <laughs> I'm enjoying going to the football again. I'm not dreading it. And it makes my job a lot better uh, when I get to talk about Arsenal victories. But they're, they're a club on the up at the moment. They've, they've appointed a young manager. They've given him some time, some leeway when perhaps the noise was would have said, you know, this is not really working. He's he's really done a lot in terms of changing the culture within the club. He's made some big decisions 
to banish players that we thought were probably untouchable a couple of years ago. Um, he's blooded through a lot of young talent. He's brought in some really exciting young talent. And the whole place just feels like very vibrant at the moment. And as I say, game against Liverpool on Wednesday will be... I don't think it will be fatal to Arsenal's season because it is a game in hand for Arsenal who had a number of games postponed earlier on in the campaign. But what it does do is it gives us a good chance to take a look at Arsenal up against one of the very best and maybe get a better assessment of where this team is in its development. Yeah, yeah mate, just a, a little bit of left field here. They've been through a, um, a massive, I guess, bit of turmoil, the the EPL and the, the English um, soccer side with the COVID stuff and, you know, then, then we've got the, the war and the Chelsea issues and all sorts of going on. Where, where does it where, where does it sit within the country? Like, is there still the passion um, that we've all witnessed through the English game and the English team um, moving through to, to to looking forward to them playing? Is are people still behind the country? Yeah, I think people. I think football is our national sport, so football is is really kind of deeply culturally embedded in England and. Um, you know, it's it's for me, it's still right right up there and it's something that people will always pay attention to. I think what's probably damaged the Premier League was the talk of the Super League, uh, the European Super League that was being proposed um, uh, during last season. Because what that did was it showed a lot of the big uh, English football clubs that we thought were quite morally sound and, and you know, were were in it for the love of the game and were kind of, you know, really protective of the English football culture. The fact that they were all willing to kind of jump ship and join this European Super League, I think it's um, it's damaged the reputation of, of the Premier League clubs. And I think it's driven, actually, a lot of fans here to look at lower league football again. Um, we, we've got a, a really strong tier system. We've got the Premier League, then the Championship, League One, League Two. And then we've got the non-league pyramid as well. And what you're seeing now is you're seeing increased crowds in those games. You're seeing more interest in those games. Um, because I think it's getting to the point now, we're talking about owners and clubs changing hands all the time. It's getting to the point now where it feels more like a business than a sport. And um, mm. and the COVID stuff has, has obviously contributed to that as well. Some of the clubs didn't necessarily treat their fans in the right way during that period, i.e., still not refunding them for season tickets they paid for and then games that they weren't essentially able to attend. So it's, um, yeah, I, I think the public opinion of the Premier League has changed off the back of, of the things that you just mentioned. And um, and they've got some work to do to rebuild that trust for sure. Nice, nice. Harry Simeo out of the UK. We appreciate you as always on the Baz and Izzy for Breakfast show. Thanks so much for your insights and latest information on what's going on in the EPL. I'm just going to quickly read you this message from Keza. He's in the back room. He said, Harry's Gunners getting slapped tomorrow. Get up, <laughs> Liverpool. So there you go. <laughs> let me, let, let, let let me respond ones. to that just before I go. Okay. Let me respond to that. I would love it if Arsenal derailed <laughs> Liverpool's title challenge on Wednesday night. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome as always. Thank you so much, Harry Simeo, out of, the, out of the UK. Appreciate you as always, bud. Take care. Cheers, guys. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.